Queen of Ruin. Part 1. The ticking of the grandfather clock synced up perfectly to the tapping of Jasper as shoe against the black and white checkered floor until he finally shifted his eyes to the stairs. Hurry up, sugar. After he tousled the dark curls on his head in the mirror, his eyes dropped to Teddy's reflection. Will you go drag your sister down here, please? She is going to be late for her own goddamn birthday party. From the warm, burgundy wall he leaned on, Teddy pulled his hand from his pocket and pointed his finger gun at his father. Don't you worry about a thing, Daddy, I am on it. The ting of his fingers bouncing off the cast iron spindles of the staircase kept time with his shoes sliding across the oriental runner that led him to Tessa's room. Her lips made a perfect pout as she slathered on her red lip gloss and shook out her dark, curly hair. Hellas bells, I'll be down in a minute. Daddy, you think a face like this grows on trees. While she peeked down over herself, she straightened her simple black dress and tugged nervously on her pearl necklace. This is my party, I am supposed to make a grand entrance. All those pricks can just wait until I am good and ready to show up. Just hours shy from 13 now, Tessa prepared herself for the first formal affair she ever attended at her order. These were the days when the witching world as families introduced their children, hoping for them to find their someday mates, or at least like someone enough that a future marriage can be arranged. Among the Savannah elite, Alliances start early and tonight promised to be interesting because a new family recently arrived from Morocco with five sons, one close to her age. Aren't you ready yet? Teddy leaned against the doorway and shared the mirror with his sister. While he tried to tame the wayward curl that kept poking his forehead, he tilted his head to the side as he appreciated his reflection. We ray all waiting for you. You know, you ray being rude as hell to our guests. I give nary a shit about any of those parasites. The nerves she battled all day long dripped from her fingertips as she shook out her hands and turned to face him. Do we really have to go to this thing? I don't feel very well. An amused smile came to his lips. And the always relaxed Teddy winked his green eye at her. His sister never turned down an opportunity to complain. And he never wasted the chance to support her. Time to find you a mate. Tess. Uray nearly an old maid. Her arms wove across her chest, and her eyes rolled in an arrogant act of defiance. No matter the outcome of tonight's party, she would be unimpressed by any specimen presented to her. No goddamn way, you know I don't believe in that old-timey bullshit. He chuckled to himself as he pointed at her because he expected nothing less from her smart mouth, although her mother was a regal. Graceful woman born of royal blood, Tessa inherited her father's quick temper and love of profanity. That asset, that kind of talk will sweep any potential suitor right off his feet. Like I give a damn. While she wiggled her toes into her high-heeled shoes, she flipped him the middle finger. I can't believe I am going through with this. This whole mating thing is one tradition that needs to die. As Teddy took one last look at himself. He straightened the bow tie he never could quite figure out. Only a smidge less vain than his sister. He puckered his lips at his reflection and shrugged off her concerns. Don't go working yourself up into a tizzy over it yet. 
Tess, it is only a party. No one said you have to jump the broom tonight. Nobody will expect that of you for a couple of decades or so. While they walked down the hall, she continued her list of grievances about her overprivileged lot in life. I wish I were human, they can decide for themselves who they end up with. The antique, textured burgundy and gold wallpaper tickled the ridges of his fingers as he slid them across while he did his best to calm her down. Yes, that is true, but they often pick poorly. Your mate is handpicked for you by the fates, these things are meant to be. Go with it for once and see where it leads you. Her head shaking rebelliously, Tessa delivered her usual response to anyone who disagreed with her as he opened the front door. What a load of shit. No one is going to tell me how I am going to live my life. Especially not some crusty, old sky wizard that doesn't even know anything about me. His fingers wrapped around her arm as they came down the stairs because Teddy was more than a little worried she might throw herself down them in an attempt to avoid tonight's obligation. Whether or not you believe in the old gods, they sure as hell believe in you. If you ray not careful, someday you ray going to get struck down by lightning for your blasphemy. Her eyes rose to the full moon above her, and she held up her arms as she dared fate to test her. Well, now would be a perfect time. You sons of bitches, why don't you go on and put me right out of my misery? When they met their parents on the other side of the street, Jasper wrapped his arm around her shoulder as they walked across the park. Are you excited? Sugar. The arched brow he liked to give to those who dared to cross him shot back at him as she shook her head no. Absolutely not. This is so sick. These cotillions are like one of those livestock auctions they have out in the country. While he tipped his head to the people walking by, Jasper laughed out at the comparison. I just want to introduce you to some people. After that, you ray free to go hide in my office the rest of the night if you want. He pulled her closer to his side and kissed the top of her head. I wanted to show off my number one girl. All those guys brag on their pathetic daughters. But they haven't met anyone like you before. Tess, I guarantee it. His arm around her shoulder tugged her tighter as he waved his hand at the building before them. You ray going to run this whole show one day, believe me when I tell you that this world is a hell of a lot easier when you have someone loyal and strong by your side to back you up. Even the guard who manned the front door dressed to the nines, and he lowered his head in respect of his leaders before he parted the thick wooden doors for them, as soon as she crossed the threshold. She gasped at the flip-flop sensation in her chest. A slow, steamy breath blew from her mouth. And she fanned her face to collect her nerves. The unconscious primal side awoke as her whole body buzzed. And the little beast eyes darted around. Searching for the other racing heart that called out to her. Her entire world blurred into a messy smear of faces that melted into nothing as her mind tried to narrow her focus and zero in on its prey. When Jasper stretched his neck, he caught her tugging at her pearls from the corner of his eye and smacked her hand away as he gave her his disapproving squint. Don't you show them any weakness. Tessa Mason, these people are vultures, they allow use any tactic to gain the upper hand with you. Don't let them see they can intimidate you.
realizing how much he was putting on her shoulders at such a young age. Jasper sighed out a breath of regret as he slid his hand on her cheek. Sometimes I have to remind myself that you ray a kid because you two just act so grown up. This life we live isn't an easy one. And I want you both prepared for the realities of it. One of the few people in the world who she respected at all. She gave him a sweet smile and nodded. I know that, Daddy. You don't have to worry about us, we can handle ourselves just fine. I do not doubt that at all. He pushed her hair back off her shoulder while he beamed with pride at his most treasured work of art. These folks are only spectators in your world wanting to see you fail, don't give them the satisfaction. Already ten minutes late, he used one last second to brush down his jacket and check the shine on his shoes as he gave her some last words of wisdom. Burn the entire world down and kill them all if you have to. But you make them understand you, Ray, not the witch to mess with. Dante give mercy because they want to be so kind as to offer you any. You get what I am saying. Sugar. A sneaky smirk curled up on her lips as a spark flashed across her emerald green eyes. Even though the rest of the world tried to hold her back. Only her father truly understood her nature and gave her permission to be the foul-mouthed. Wicked which she was. Perfectly. Daddy. With his fakest smile plastered on. Jasper lifted his chin at the doorman. It's showtime. Sugar. A pageant queen's toothy smile appeared on Tessa's face. And her eyes danced joyfully under her widow's peak. While she waved and winked at the guests like her father taught her as she crossed the ballroom. She cursed them through her teeth. I hope you all choke. Like a strong wine gust on the calmest day. Some unseen force pulled at her face and compelled her to look to her left. The fates can be cruel. And when she refused their command. The scorned masters of her universe sent a dull ache to her chest as punishment. With hands balled into fists as she sat down. She tried to resist the whispers from her demon that begged to claim what belonged to her until her father's voice overrode them. He chuckled against her cheek as he kissed it. That was fantastic. You ray better than one of those human politicians. She shuddered with an icy splash of nerves as the pounding in her chest grew stronger. The prickly tickle of eyes teased her skin. And she did her best to ignore the weighty draught that kept begging for her attention. These last few weeks, she proclaimed to anyone who might mention the upcoming matchmaking ball how she thought the idea of mates to be archaic and silly. The way her body responded. However, let her know he was there somewhere watching. The always fearless predator was, at last, someone's prey, and a thrilling sensation of fear and anticipation at possibly being caught wrapped itself around her. While she shook her head at whatever was calling her and how easily she veered from her own convictions, Tessa sipped a drink of water and placed the glass back on the table. Calm the hell down, you ray supposed to be in charge. Would you like to dance? Sugar. Jasper kneeled beside her and held her hand in his smoothly manicured fingers. Let me show you off for a few more minutes. And you can disappear. All right. A less than enthusiastic, tight-lipped grin spread across her mouth as she nodded. Sure, Daddy. With her tiny hand in his, he led her to the dance floor until a towering, dark presence blocked their path. Jasper Mason. It's my honor to meet you at last. The tall, 
Black-haired man held out his hand and offered a captivating smile like a forked tongue preacher begging for a dollar. Thank you for inviting us. Like the oldest of friends, Jasper grasped the wizard's hand and returned his phony expression. Mr. Idrissi, welcome to Savannah. We were so thrilled that you decided to come be part of all this. The insanely handsome wizard tipped his head in respect as he smiled down at her. This must be Tessa. She is even more beautiful than everyone said she would be. Yes, she is. With his hand on her back, Jasper nudged her closer. Tess, this is Mr. Omar Idrissi. His family just arrived here from Morocco this week. The stranger snatched her hand as if it belonged to him and kissed the back. It is a pleasure to meet such a lovely young woman. Happy birthday, little one. A tingly sizzle crept up her arm from Omar's hand, and it sent her alarms ablaze as she raised her brow and gave him a quick grin. The warnings from her father about intimidation not forgotten. Tessa gathered her courage before she spoke. Why, thank you, sir, but I assure you that the pleasure is all mine, Mr. Idrissi. The feeling of his hand sliding across her low back sent a skin-crawling tremor down through her nerves as Omar pulled her to his table. I'd like to introduce you to my youngest son, Rafik. He has been quite eager to meet you all evening. The moment she dreaded and hoped for now before her. A million sensations moved through Tessa as her eyes met Rafik's. Dark brown eyes captivated her as he stepped around the table with the sultriest grin on his face and it drove a rush through her veins. With the bending of his fingers, Omar summoned him closer and held out her hand to Rafik as if he was giving him the keys to a whole new world. The spark from his touch made her flinch when their skin met, and her heart fluttered like a hummingbird. At barely 15, the strikingly handsome boy rivaled any Hollywood movie star with his sun-kissed tawny face and black, curly hair, Plump lips that reminded her of a mug of hot cocoa made her imagine taking him somewhere private to find out if they were as sweet. Breathing across the back of her hand in the most melodic accent she ever had the pleasure of hearing, Rafik's mouth found her knuckle. I am joyous to meet you finally. A gentle hum began to rise from her toes, making her pull back her hand and grin to disguise her thoughts. But the breathlessness in her words gave her away. Likewise. I am sure. Preparing her for every situation he could imagine. Her father forgot the one that left her speechless and frozen at that moment. With an expression begging for mercy. She looked up to Jasper and motioned away. A blind man would have spotted the flush on her face from a mile away. And he put his hand on her shoulder as he came to her rescue. Well, I promised the birthday girl a dance. So if you ll excuse us. Have a good time this evening. Gentlemen, if there is anything you need, don't hesitate to let me know. After shaking Omar's hand again, Jasper placed his palm on Tessa's back and led her away. If the teenager's chemistry was a sign of things to come, his hopes for a truce were pulling together. Hmm, I believe I saw sparks flying between you and that boy back there. She gripped her father's hand and started moving to the music as an offended scoff shot from her throat. Don't do you go having any ideas about that. Daddy. It's nothing. While he glanced back to the table, he met Rafik's smiling face as he rested it on his hand and gazed at her. 
Oh, I don't know. Tess, don't be so hasty. Sometimes you find love in the most unlikely places. A devious smile came to Jasper's face when he saw the young man stand and straighten his tie as he made his way to them. Sugar, these things are political. We have to collect all our pieces before we can play the game. Bending down to meet her eyes, he reminded her of what they were trying to build here. You're going to need powerful allies when you take over. And the Idrissi family has a lot of power. Don't turn your nose up at it. We may need them someday. Besides, they're the best potion makers on the planet. It would be a smart match for you. The weight of the young man's gravity nearly sucked her from her father's grasp, and she closed her eyes before hissing through her teeth. God damn, you, thanks for the warning, you turncoat. Like a warm breeze, the soothing voice moved across the back of her neck. May I dance with your daughter, please? Why, yes, of course, son, as Rafik slid around to take his place. Jasper put his hand on his shoulder and glanced back to Tessa with a wink. Have fun, you too. Like the smoothest gold digging Don Juan in all of Savannah. He dropped his hand to the small of her back while his other traveled down her arm. And she melted with his touch despite her mind as warning. He wrapped his fingers around hers and kissed her hand before he placed it over his heart. Happy birthday, Tessa. The breath rushed from her mouth as a bashful smile while she glanced down to the floor between them. Thank you. His hot breath graced her cheek as he gazed down at her face and pulled her closer to his chest when the old tune Sleepwalk played. Do you like this song, Rohi? A wave of heat overcame her body, and her cheeks turned the most beautiful shade of gold and pink as her icy persona evaporated into the air that surrounded them. His eyes shimmered with a hint of amber as she stared into them, and it was almost like someone else spoke through her the way the truth fell from her habitually untruthful tongue. Yes, I love it. I even hear it in my dreams sometimes. While his dark eyes darted back and forth between hers, he smiled as the words dripped from his perfect mouth like the most tempting poison ever concocted. That is because this is our song, the fates had them make it for you and me. The dreamy trance of his voice ensnared her, and every argument she made escaped her now. They did. Yes, I am sure of it. Staring into the jewels of her eyes, his breathy voice hitched out the words that would forever haunt her as he adored his beloved and fell deeper under her wiles. Whenever you hear it, know that I am thinking of you. The humid night air in Savannah offered little relief for Tessa as she stood in the dark corner of the balcony. Held hostage in Rafik's arms for three songs, her hands still wiggled with a life of their own as she drew a drag of one of her father's Marlboro's. A familiar raspy, Norwegian voice came to her ears as he snatched the cigarette from her fingers. Dante you know those things will kill you. Tess. The handsome, blonde man took a puff and handed it back to her as he blew out smoke from the side of his mouth. His ridiculous warning made her roll her eyes as she took another drag. They were both immortal creatures, and the only thing that would ever kill her was a hefty dose of bloody violence. You first, you old bastard. A throaty cackle echoed through the street below as she glanced back over and laughed at him while she took in the spectacle of a thousand-year-old Viking in a well-tailored tuxedo.
You clean up well, Halder. You should wear a tux more often. Even I am a little weak in the knees, and I can't stand your ugly face. With a tug at his collar, Halder stretched out his neck. Shut up, you spoiled fucking brat. I always look good. He snapped his fingers at her, and she gave him the cigarette. Then he squinted his eyes at her as he puffed on it. There the day she was born and just about every day after. He knew her better than most anyone. Why are you hiding out here? That doesn't seem like something you would do, you ray a natural born. Great a drama queen. She snatched back the cigarette and sucked back the last drag before dropping it on the floor and twisting it under her shoe. It's a fucking meat market in there. These people should be ashamed of themselves for selling out their children like that for a bit of power. A raspy chuckle came through his toothy smile at how funny things appeared through the eyes of a child as he peered across the park. Trust me, someday, you're going to love all these men falling at your feet. Tessa. When he noticed someone approaching from the corner of his eye, Halder straightened up from the wall he leaned on. Well, looky here, there is the head of your fan club. I guess hogging you all to himself on the dance floor all night wasn't enough. The nervous boy had his hands in his pockets as he waited for her to finish her conversation. In fox annoyance, she rolled her eyes, but her grin gave her away. Stalker is more like it. With a tug into his shoulder, Halder kissed the top of her head. Enjoy it while it lasts. Tess, that first taste of love is always the best. You will chase it all your life, but it will never be that sweet again. Before he turned away to give Rafik his turn with the birthday girl, he snapped his fingers and pointed at her. Are we still playing cards tomorrow night? A sneaky smile came to her face as she crossed her arms and kicked at a brick. Why, are you in a hurry to lose a whole bunch more of your money to me? You can save yourself a lot of trouble and hand it over to me now. He slid his hand in his pocket and rummaged around. Sure, hold on a second. Wait, I got something better. Suddenly pulling it back out of his pocket, he flipped her the middle finger. See you at dinner tomorrow, you nasty little vixen. She is all yours, son. He patted the young man's shoulder as he passed by, then held his finger up to his nose in warning. Be good to her. A timid smile came to Rafik's face as he nodded quickly. Certainly, sir. Freeing his hands from his pockets, he crossed his arms as he walked to Tessa. I've even looking for you everywhere. With twisted lips, she shrugged her shoulders as she tried to act unaffected by his presence. But the sound of his voice was like the Pied Piper leading her away from whatever innocence remained in her. Why? No matter how she avoided looking in his eyes, he moved in front of her and made sure she could turn nowhere else. I wanted to dance with you again. Her father's advice was nearly a memory now as she grabbed the pearls around her neck and wrapped them around her fingers. I don't want to dance anymore if you don't mind. After he glanced around the balcony, he motioned towards the bench with his hand. Can we sit down and talk a while? With a quick shake of her head, her signature untrusting sneer curled up on her face. You don't have to play this game with me anymore. Her sharp tongue cut deep, and he leaned against the half wall behind him to brace himself against the pain. 
What do you mean? What game? The words coming from her were like a knife stabbing her throat as they found their way into the world. I know why everyone is here tonight. But I am not interested. Your family will have to figure out some other way to climb the social ladder here. His heart sank through the center of him. And his eyes followed the sensation to the ground. I didn't come here for that. But when I saw you, his teary eyes met hers. And he put his hand over his heart. I had to touch you. To hear your voice just once. Rohi. He grasped her hand and rubbed his fingers over them. But now, I want more. Her shoulders pitched up and down. And she lost focus of the entire world as the fates wove their magic around them. What's happening to me? Are you using some kind of spell on me? Whispered Noah's came from his mouth as he came closer. And his fingers bent into his palm as he resisted the urge to grab her like his soul begged him. I could do nothing to harm you. His body hovered against hers as he glanced down at her lips. I am your mate. As Rafika's shivering fingertips caressed the delicate curve of her jaw, she closed her eyes. You can't be. He edged closer to her face, and his nose grazed her skin as he savored the calm before the storm. Why not? The little pink tongue that crossed her lips to moisten them told the truth despite what her voice tried to convince her of as she panted against his mouth. I don't believe in that. With his hand around her cheek, he tilted her face to his. Have you ever kissed anyone before? The moment her chin slid back and forth across his palm to answer him. He smiled as his lips brushed hers. You were waiting for me. Weren't you? Her entire body shivered against him as the anticipation of his kiss overwhelmed her. Yes. He admired fate as masterpiece that he held in his hand before he kissed her for just a moment. But that was all Tessa needed to ignite the fire inside her veins. When he pulled away, her knees buckled, sending her back into his chest. Are you all right? Rohi. The first happy tear she ever shed escaped her eyes as they fluttered open. A drunken smile came to her face. And her smooth southern drawl demanded more. Oh, want you please do it again? As you wish. His hand slid to the back of her head then he sucked her bottom lip between his. He took his sweet time moving against her lips as she whimpered into his mouth and wrapped her arms around his neck. Hot cocoa had nothing on Rafik, it wasn't to even close. His lips were like chocolate and candy canes and birthday cake and every other pleasant thing that ever met her tongue. When the sounds of giggles and feet reached her ears as another couple came to make out on the balcony, she pulled away from him and licked the last traces of him off her mouth. Panic set in when she freed from his embrace, and he grabbed Tessa's wrist as she attempted to make her escape. Please. Don't leave me, Rohi. She shook her head but never once struggled to break his grasp. Why do you keep calling me that? He placed his fingertips in the center of his chest as he explained why he spoke of her so lovingly. It means soulmate. I feel you here, can't you feel it? Her bottom lip trembled as she nodded her head yes. While her shaking legs struggled to decide which direction to take her in, she tried to bring herself back to reality. I don't want this. I am too young to find you. He pulled her to him and backed her to the wall as he laid claim to his mate. It doesn't matter what we want, this is as providence decrees. Every word from his mouth was wrapped in magic. 
and she couldn't think of a single objection as his arms swallowed her up into them. He curled her hair around his fingers and breathed in the gentle hint of summer strawberries as he brought them to his nose. They clung to each other in silence on the dark corner of the balcony until her heavy eyes betrayed her. The warm spicy scent of cloves and cinnamon that dripped from Rafik's pores rocked her to sleep as she rose and fell against the comfort of his chest. He pressed his lips against her forehead as he racked his brain to find a way to squeeze out a few more minutes with her. May I kiss you again before you go? An uncomfortable blush came to her cheeks as she nodded. He pressed his lips to hers and moved his hand up her cheek. Good night, Rohi. I will relive this night in my dreams until you are in my arms again. Not wanting to let the entire world in on their secret. She took back her hand as they entered the ballroom and walked to her family's table. Her brother's eyes rarely left her. So he shook his head and spoke to her in her mind as she tried to slide in unnoticed. Where have you been all evening? Jezbel. She narrowed her eyes, warning him to say nothing else, and wrinkled her nose as she answered. None of your goddamn business. Can we go now? I can't keep my eyes open anymore. Although she had an eventful night, he had his fill of fake smiles and ass-kissing. So he turned to his father. Is it alright if we leave? Even at their young age, they were more than able to fend for themselves against even the trickiest witch. There weren't many creatures alive that could take on twin firestarters. Jasper glanced back and forth between his children and raised his finger as his pointy eyebrow cautioned them to do as he said. Go straight home. I mean it. As they approached the Idrissi's table, her eyes snapped to Rafikes, and she shot him a timid smile. He touched the middle of his forehead and placed his hand over his heart, making her peek away bashfully before she slid her hand to her chest in reply. The twins joined their hands as a black cloud swept over their feet while they walked and the ballroom splintered into shards of existence that spun around them until the children vanished into nothing. Welcome to download Flipread app to read more chapters of Queen of Ruin novel online.